Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you in the Tri-City area based right in Pinconning. You can find Kevin online at insightfolios.com. Click the listen button and you can even ask questions via the website or listen to past episodes of the show and find out more info. That's all at insightfolios.com. Kevin, great to be with you this week. What's up with you? Well, Walter, we're getting ready to hit the mighty Asabo River here uh, tomorrow, and we're going to hopefully catch some of those big trout on some flies and have a good time. So how about you? Sounds great. Yeah, I wish I was doing some fishing this weekend. We're going to go up to the top of a mountain. Just make sure there's no water around because I know you and water don't have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't. There is a lake, but not at the peak, but, you know, kind of down in the, the, the last stop before you get up to the top. Hmm. Sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah, I think it'll Sounds be like my kind of thing. Maybe I should have came out there and went with you this week. There are apparently like wild mountain goats just roaming around at the peak. So they're like you're almost guaranteed to see some some mountain goats. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I would be too. That's funny. We're fishing in Montana, which we're going back this year. And we're, you hear rocks come down and these mountain sheep are coming down yeah. every, every year. It's, like the big, it's really, the big horn? Big horn the big sheep? horn, yeah. yeah. I mean, they look evil with their eyes, their color of their eyes. but They're, they, they're, they're intense, pretty, yeah. They're pretty docile, but uh, yeah, they'll start button heads. And, yeah, they're really cool. We had a pretty cool encounter earlier this year, actually, with some big horn sheep. When my parents were visiting, we were taking them up to the national park and just right alongside the road we spotted them up high and they were right there on the rocks and it happened to be right where there was a wide enough spot to pull off so we pulled off and then by the time we got out of the cars we started looking up to find them and they weren't there and also we looked down they were walking right toward us they had come down from the rocks and they were walking right toward the car they were just walking alongside the road and uh, coming right for us so we got some really good pictures and just got a really cool perspective of them kind of coming toward us before they got to us, they just went bloop, 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 and hopped right back up the, <laughs> yeah. the, the rock face and was like, how did they get up there? No, no fear of heights there, that's no for sure. No fear. Yeah. Just yeah. hopped right back up and then walked by us, but you know, now elevated along the along the ridge and then uh, kind of made their way a, a little bit deeper once they got past us. But it was a really neat, uh, neat experience to get that close to them. That was neat. So maybe yep. we'll get some mountain goat action this week to, to pair I with I hope that. you do. Na- nature is awesome. That's for sure. I'll send you some pictures as, as yes. usual if, if we if we get a good view of something. So anyway, that's what's going on with us. Hope everybody else has uh, good plans for Memorial Day weekend and get some time with family and friends. That's right. yep. And uh, in, enjoy the holiday with loved ones. That would be uh, our wish to everybody for sure. Enjoy some nice nice cookouts, some nice barbecue, and you know, friends and family. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and and definitely thanks to all for your service and uh, current and past service members yes. as well. Yes. Uh, coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about good news and bad news that you might hear from an advisor or maybe just as you're looking at your statements and, and your finances and see how to interpret those things. So that should be kind of fun. We'll get into some talk about risk on today's show as well and lots more on the agenda. But first, let's have a little fun to begin the show. And uh, we do this from time to time here on Simply Financial. If you've got any questions, by the way, you can always call Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. Uh, we're going to do some retirement planning with George Bernard Shaw. And if you're like Kevin and I, you're going, I've heard that name before. 
but but maybe you don't really know who he was or what he did. Uh, we, Kevin and I were both in that category when we were uh, talking about today's show, weren't we, Kevin? I was. I'm like, I know the name, but I know he wrote stuff, but that's about all I know. So yeah, he uh-huh. was he was he was just a couple of years before your time. So born wow. in eight, 1856, and uh, he did live a long time, aged uh, aged to 94. Um, but he was basically known for writing just a prolific amount of plays. He was a, he was a playwright and uh, an, an Irishman, and he just wrote lots of uh, lots of things that still have influence, I think, on today's writers and have just kind of reverberated throughout history, um, including writing Man and Superman back in 1902. Wow. So one of the, that's where it started. That's where yeah. it all started with the the man and the Superman play. So just one of his, I think it was something like sixty different plays that he wrote during his life. So uh, quite uh, quite prolific of a writer. So anyway, he had several uh, really cool sayings and quotes, just both personally and through the plays that he created over the years. And so much like we've done for what Albert Einstein and Warren Buffett and some other people throughout history, we've taken some of his most famous quotes and we're going to see what financial education we can draw out of them. So you ready to go, Kevin? Uh, I think so. Let's give it a whirl. Let's do it. What can you extract out of this one? George Bernard Shaw said, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. Well, that's a pretty a pretty good tee up for me right there now, isn't it? Because we're talking about change. So, have you ever met anybody who's stuck in a particular habit, Walter, and they just you know, they don't change? No, I don't know anybody stubborn. No. <laughs> <laughs> stubborn's a good word there. But where do I see that happen? Well, we we'll see it in you know a couple of different areas when people come in. You know, change is important because as as we get older, we get closer to retirement. You have to change. You know, our income needs are going to become prevalent, not growth modes. And where I'll find out somebody will come in maybe they've had their current advisor for you know 10 20 years and you know they've been with them they got a relationship with them and then they come into my office and i'm like i think you need some serious change going on because what you're currently doing may have got you where you're at but what you're currently doing is not going to get you where you want to go so there's some change so that advisor separation i want to call it is sometimes the hardest thing for people to get over and you know and we'll sit down and we'll talk through it and i say this is your you know this is your life this is your retirement plan you can do with whatever you want but in my opinion you need to change so that advisor separation is sometimes the hardest thing to get over because I'll do it from my perspective. I've had people with me 30 plus years and, you know, we've got great relationships. So I understand from that standpoint, it's just that, you know, if it comes and that advisor's, you know, maybe giving you nothing but product, your entire working relationship with them, maybe you have just one thing and you own it in different spots over and over and over. That's probably a good indication that you should be looking at some sort of change because it just seems to be the same product that fits the same situation, whatever situation you're in. And I can probably promise you when we sit down and and we talk, that's probably not going to work out as well, or if it has worked out in in the past, as is going to be in the future. So change is necessary. You have to be open for change. When you're open for change, you have to implement the change. So all of those things come together in that. But change is going to be a different one, and you have to be adaptable to that. By the very nature of reaching retirement, you're changing, right? You're changing uh, how you're getting a paycheck. You're changing how you're creating that income for yourself. And then your investments follow that same thing. You don't invest the same way as you reach retirement as you did in your working years too. So yeah, change abounds as you get through your financial life and uh, some other great examples that you laid out there, Kevin. So that's a good one to learn from for sure. Something else George Bernard Shaw said was, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. Wow. It's an interesting one, isn't it? That's a good one. 
several people come to mind. So do you remember the story, Walter, I used to tell about the doctor about his Volkswagen? Yes. Yeah, that rings a bell. You know, he was becoming a doctor and he drove this Volkswagen Beetle, I think around 300,000 miles. And then he started, he went to residency, starts making some more money and then he let the Beetle sit and then he thought, I'd take it out six months later and start leaking, leaking, excuse me, and clunking and making noises. He told me we're the same way. We have to stay in motion after you retire. You have to stay active. So I can give you a couple of people. Diane comes to, to mind. She's always traveling. They're, you know, at, at 70 years old, they're building a new house. Lee comes to mind, you know, he rode his bike at 80 some years old, 50 miles a day. They cut down some um, oak trees and dug out the roots at 80 years old. Bert, who I just talked to yesterday, was born, and and I know this because he's born on Lynette's birthday, March 10th, 1930. Walter, I'm not going to ask you to do math. I'm going to tell you, he's 93 years old and he is active. So what am I getting at here? The people in my 30 plus years, the people I know that stay active and, you know, have a purpose, because that's what we're talking about. You have to have a purpose if you're going into retirement, because if you don't, you're going to be miserable and you're going to be sitting and wearing out that recliner or whatever it is that is, is in your life. You have to have purpose. You have to keep moving. You have to keep, you know, putting one step in front of another. As Bruce calls it, you have to keep blocking and tackling. And another person, B, she was age 95. She swam every day for um, 40, 50 years. They go down to the local pool in town in Saginaw. Swam at age 90. She took a trip up the Rhine River by herself. Wow. So these, and I can, you know, I can come across or think of a lot more people, but you grow old more quickly in my estimation, just from all my clients I've seen, if you don't stay busy. And that's just true in life, I think, as as the doctor said too, you got to keep moving. I think it's a great lesson, one we can always certainly remember. And uh, it's neat, Kevin. I got to make a a little announcement here on the show today. My dad officially uh, uh, retired last week. He had his his company threw him a little retirement party, and um, he it it was really neat. They gave him a porcelain grasshopper. He he works in pest control, and um, he was the manager of of this company for the last nineteen years. And um, they gave him a porcelain grasshopper as a thank you. And he's I've I've never Never seen him not in a mustache. He's had one as long as I've been along, alive, mm-hmm. and even long before then. He's had one since basically being a teenager, and has never shaved it. And uh, when he walked into work on his last day, everybody in the company had a mustache. Either <laughs> either had shaved it down to a mustache if they had the full beard, or you know, uh, all the women in the company did uh, pasted went on on their on their lips and whatnot. So that was pretty cool as a nice little farewell. That's, but speaking of staying busy and having something to do and continuing to play, he was right back to work. Uh, this week, partially retired. So they, they worked out a deal to where he could work part-time because it's a couple of more months before they moved to Maine. And he said, I want to stay busy. He's like, I, I just want some freedom to be able to do some volunteer work in the community that I've always wanted to do before we end up moving. And I just want to start, you know, dipping that toe in the water of being able to come up with other things that I want to do that are important to me. So he worked out a great deal where he's got a very flexible schedule, can work part-time. It's good for the company, good for him. But yeah, he's got that plan to keep playing, if you will, in, in his retirement years. You have to, because, yeah. you know, I've told this story many times. We have one person that comes to mind who retired didn't have purpose is, is, is really, he's not having fun in retirement. It should just be the, the opposite of that. So make sure you have purpose and make sure you figure out how to get that plan and started and how to keep it going. Absolutely. All right. Here's another George Bernard Shaw quote. Uh, this one was, beware of false knowledge. It's more dangerous than ignorance. 
Hmm. Chew on that a little bit. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty good one, right? False knowledge. So what comes to mind when you said that, Walter? Well, kind of, uh, we mentioned earlier about how we did the mark. Uh, we did, uh, what, uh, quotes from... Albert Einstein and Warren Buffett. We've also done one of these shows where Mark Twain had a similar quote where he said, uh, what was it? it? It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Ain't so, yeah. yes. So yes. better to be, you know, we don't want people to be an ostrich in the sand, but it's almost better to have your head in the sand than to be operating off of bad information. Right. So when I hear, you know, when you when you had said that, you know, we hear all of these things on social media, right? You can, and I'm, I'm going to tell you a story about somebody that came into my office, and, and this is their story, not mine, so I'm going to kind of condense it. But they thought, you know, they got, they kept getting these newsletters or whatever it was on social media about, listen, you can day trade. You can make a lot of money day trading. Oh, sure. I hear those commercials all the time. Yeah. Constantly, don't you? Or gold or Bitcoin, whatever it is, you know, that people tend to, to get down there. And then he took this uh, day trading course. And at first, you know, he did very good. You know, I don't know if it was luck or it was he was just lucky. Things just went his way. But the last uh, six, nine months, he said he, he was going to give it a year. He ended up losing quite a bit of money. Mm. And the reason being is because, you know, you can't be a doctor overnight, right? Right. Yeah. You you can't be a financial advisor overnight. It takes years and years of experience. You can't be a pest control guy overnight. You have all of that knowledge, and you know your dad has all of that knowledge. You you know you just you, you got to be careful on the and I call it inputs. The inputs you're you're putting into your brain, thinking that things are easier than what they necessarily uh, may not be. There really is no quick way to make money overnight. What you have to do is you have to look for income. And then we talk about this every every week here. You know, if you're invested aggressively, aggressively and you're trying to ge- generate income, they're probably the two aren't going to match. But because you had this input in your brain thinking aggressive is the way to go, and then somewhere down the road, the market goes down, and then your whole entire plan is in trouble, well, that's where that dangerous knowledge can, can, really, can really come into play and hurt you. Because, yeah, it's worked out in the past. And maybe, you know, you've been through several cycles where it's worked out, but now that you're uh, retired, you may not have the time to recoup like you did when you're working. When you're working, it's a totally different, you know, situation. You do have time to recover. You do have time to ride those markets up. But as you get older and you're getting into retirement and you're still invested the same way because it's it's gotten you from point A to point B, the trouble is it may not get you to point C because of the way it's invested. So we need to be careful what we input into our brains as far as knowledge or false knowledge. And we need to act upon and be you know diligent and get a good plan put in place and follow that plan and, and go forward and make sure that you can get to and through retirement. And that usually starts, Walter, by reaching out to somebody that you know, can help you in those, in those areas of making good financial decisions. Again, that's a great point to bring up. If you want to talk to Kevin Ray a little bit about your financial plan and about preparing for retirement, that number is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Talk a little bit about what's going on in your financial life, how to improve going forward. Make sure that you're not operating off of false knowledge when it comes to your plan. And uh, once we make sure that's taken care of, too, we'll handle the education part. And that's important as well. And uh, so just, yeah, keep your eye on all of those things. It's really, really important. Make sure you have good information. All right, last but not least, Kevin, one more quote here from George Bernard Shaw. The possibilities are numerous once we decide to act and not react. How do you take that one financially? Well, financially, it's let's back up a minute. Let's talk about your health because the doctor seems to be coming to mind for me today. Can you tell? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm picking up on it. 
So why do you go to a doctor? To feel better, typically. Yeah, get checkup, right? Mm-hmm. Try to catch anything before it gets out of hand. So let's let's think of high high uh, blood pressure just for a second. Okay. If you go to the doctor and they catch it, they're going to put you on medication. But if you act and you take that medication and you control it, you'll probably be okay. But if you don't act and that high blood pressure keeps keeps there and you don't do anything about it, you're probably going to have a stroke or something like that later in life. Same thing in financial planning. We're trying to catch something. So if you're coming into my office and we sit down and we start getting you ready for retirement, I'm looking out for something that may possibly get out of hand in retirement to keep you from retiring. You're looking for the financial version of high blood pressure. I am. I'm looking for the obvious signs that something, you know, could come along and hurt you later in life, especially in your retirement. You know, you have to be proactive. This is your retirement. It's not my retirement. It's your life. It's not my life. Nobody's going to do this for you. That's where the planning aspect, we talk about this every week, Walter. You know, you want to see those little signs. Maybe you can't see them, but maybe your advisor can see them to say, hey, we need to tweak this. We need to, you know, do something over here so it doesn't affect us later on in life and come up, you know, and bite us in the behind. Those things are what we do or what I do in my office each and every day. When you come in, we do that simplicity plan that we talk about. I'm looking for all the telltale signs that may say, maybe this isn't your best interest. Maybe this isn't where you need to go. Maybe we need to focus on more in income because we're getting closer and less on growth. Maybe we can help you in taxes or you know Roth conversions, whatever it is, because when we're looking at your plan, we're looking at everything that's out there. Taxes, you know, Medicare, Medicaid, if that comes down the road, long-term care. How are you going to fund all these things? How are you going to go into retirement? What's your purpose in retirement? All these questions come out in that first meeting, and then we'll address them. We have something called life events. We can put all those things in there. We can stress test your portfolio. So we have a good idea if something bad comes along, let's prepare for it now. Let's not wait till it happens and then be reactive. Let's be proactive and let's get some sort of plan in place so that when these things do come down the road, it doesn't affect your income. And I think that's what most people are looking for when they come in our office. They want a good income plan. They don't want to have to worry about income when they get in retirement because when their paycheck stops, then people tend to get a little bit more worried until they get into the retirement stage for a year or two and seeing how that income plan is going to work. So if that's you, you know, get that checkup, get that financial checkup. Don't wait until you retire and then hope things are going to work out. Get it done before you retire so you have time to be proactive. Don't be reactive. Okay, very good. If you want to be proactive today and get your financial plan in order, well, start the conversation with Kevin and the team at Simply Financial. You can do that by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. If you get the voicemail, just leave a message and Kevin will follow up with you during business hours during the week. Again, call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Or you can go online to insightfolios.com. Check out the team first online. You can call the office during the week if you prefer that method as well. Insightfolios.com. There's lots of good stuff to learn there from listening to past episodes to uh, also asking questions through the website if you want to as well. Insightfolios.com folios.com, your place to go there. Well, thanks for helping us out with uh, interpreting and translating, if you will, some of these George Bernard Shaw quotes into financial guidance. And that was fun. And we've got lots of other good things coming up on today's show as well. Good news, bad news in the financial world, different types of risk, all of that and more on the agenda. We'll see how much we can get to on the program today. So stay with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. For all the latest news and information you need to retire successfully, visit InsightFolios.com. That's InsightFolios.com. 
Thanks for taking the time to join us this week on Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Inside Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area. Hope everybody's having a great Memorial Day weekend and spending time with loved ones out there. On the show now, we want to talk a little bit about good news and bad news. And we're going to explain why maybe there's the good news in some of these statements, some of these things that you might hear uh, about maybe from a financial advisor, perhaps a loved one. Maybe it's just something that you say to yourself when looking at your financial statements. But is this enough good news to offset the bad news that's embedded in it as well? Um, As most people prefer, Kevin, we'll give the bad news first and then follow it with the good news in these different scenarios. And I bet that most of our listeners have been in these scenarios or will be one day. All right, here's the first one. The bad news is that you still have a lot of debt, but the good news is that some of that interest you're paying is tax deductible. Boy, is that one. I think people misunderstand this one more than anything else when I see people come into my office. Walter, you just bought a house, right? Uh, We did, yes. Yeah, so you you have some interest because you're a brand new homeowner. Right. So let's just assume a couple of things here. Let's assume that you have $10,000 a year in interest that you're paying. Okay. And you're you're in the twelve percent tax bracket, and you are able to deduct that as as, as a deduction. How much does that save you? So that's what twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred dollars, yeah. right? But it still costs Woo-hoo! you. I got a math eight- question, right? Let's, <laughs> let, let's celebrate that for a moment here, Kevin. Yeah. Since we so, dwell on when I get them wrong, I'm going to celebrate on getting one right. You had a calculator <laughs> handy, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> Kevin also warned me during the break, spoke that, that he was easy on me today. He said, "There's a math question coming your way." So. <laughs> <laughs> you did good, but but the the thing is here, it still costs you money didn't it yeah it still costs money and then so is it tax deductible with the new tax all changes walter you know the standard deduction for you and connie is somewhere around twenty seven thousand dollars. so it's even less important if you're still taking the standard right it is because you have to have expenses up and above that so most people don't qualify for that and then you know i'll have people come you know because i own my own business obviously well you get a tax deduction for that well if i pay a dollar for something and i'm in the 12 percent tax bracket or 15 percent I still pay 85 cents for it. It's still There's still a cost there along with that. So don't get caught up on there. It's a tax deductible thing because if we look at mortgages over you know 15 to 30 year time frame, those deductions don't add up near as much as all of the interest or all of those things that you're going to pay going forward. So I think people get hung up on that one way too much. And with the tax loss change, the most of those things that you hear about, because this is you know something we used to hear about all the time until the tax all changed, it doesn't necessarily um, add up anymore. Yeah, that's a really good point, Kevin. And I think we're in one that is worthy of just kind of keeping in tune with because you'll hear people say that a lot of different ways. I don't want to give up the tax deduction, but then they end up spending more to keep the tax deduction, even though it's, they're coming out with that net loss. Yeah. So... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense if you really look at the dollars of it. No, if you look at the long term and you do some really good planning, you can save a lot more money by paying that off quicker than you are getting deductions on on, on the interest if that's possible. So. Yeah, good points. All right, good news, bad news. Here's another scenario. The bad news is that this mutual fund hasn't performed very well, but the good news is that the fees are low. This is that same kind of thinking, isn't it? It's the fee trap, I call it. The fee trap. Okay. It's, it's picture this, Walter. Picture Not like it. the fly trap, but, but no, similar, right? It's, it's similar, very similar. It's sticky, <laughs> right? It hangs with you. Yes. But let's picture this in your mind. I'm standing beside you, and I got my left hand on the left side, and I got my right hand on the right side, and I'm wiggling on my left hand all the time. What are you focused on? Uh, on your left hand because you're wiggling you're not, around. You're not looking at the right hand, right? right? What's, what's going on over there? Mis- Same mis- thing. Mis- misdirection. Yeah. Misdirection, yes. Same thing in this fee trap. You know, if you're just focused only on fees, you're probably not going to be happy 
and down the road in life. Walter, let me ask you a personal question. Connie's a nurse. Do you go to the cheapest doctor you can find? Uh, no, try to go well, to a good one. Yeah. yeah well, well, did you just associate low fees, low doctor fees with a bad doctor? I did, kind of. Yeah, yeah kind of did. You go to, do you go to the cheapest dentist you can find? Uh, no. Mm-mm. The same thing applies here. Just because you think you're getting low fees doesn't mean it's in your best interest. You're still paying your hard-earned money because there's still a fee there. Make sure your investments are suitable for your situation. And then we're in the doctor mode today. I don't know why, Walter. Then get regular checkups, right? Let's get some regular checkups going on your portfolio. Make those tweaks as we go. You're getting closer to retirement. Make those tweaks as you're in retirement. Make those tweaks as you walk out in life and you leave what you've earned your whole entire life to your loved ones. Our, you know, if you think of it over like this, Walter, over time, your investments are going to be like your favorite sports team. There's going to be many players on that sports team, and those players are going to change every single year. Well, the same thing in our investments. And just because you have a low fee investment doesn't mean it's necessarily better for you because you could have something that pays twice the fees, but it's done, you know, let's say twice the performance as your other one. So you pay double the fees, but you doubled your money. You got, you got to look at all aspects of the fees when you're sitting down and you're talking to people because fees necessarily aren't a bad thing. Like I said, you don't go to the cheapest dentist. You don't go to the cheapest doctor. You you want something that is going to fix you and, and, and keep you out of trouble and going forth. So don't, I, I ask people, do not concentrate solely on low fees because I can guarantee you this, the low fee you're seeing is maybe 0.55% that's on your statement. That's not the only fee you have. There are other fees in there. So don't concentrate on that. Look at it, you know, look at the whole picture and make decision from there. Good points across the board, Kevin. Again, if you've got questions about your own financial plan, reach out to Kevin Ray and the Insight Folios team based in Pinconning. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. We're going over these situations where you get a little bit of good news, a little bit of bad news. Does the good news outweigh the bad news? And we're finding out so far, at least, that no, not usually. Uh, The bad news is, here's another one. The bad news is that you don't have enough money to pay your nursing home care. Yeah, that's bad news. Uh, But the good news is that Medicaid will step in. Well, that's that's sort of your safety net, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The Medicaid steps in. We don't really want to have to use the safety net. But if if you do, it's because, you know, we've had clients who, let's say that you spend 10 years in a nursing home like my great-grandmother, and it's $70,000 a year. Walter, that's an easy math question, right? You spent seven hundred grand, and now Medicaid is going to step in because, you know, you've you spent through your assets. There's different rules with Medicaid today than there was, say, four or five years ago. So... Planning for this, we talked about you know, all these checkups earlier in, in the day, but planning for this, so how do you plan for it? Well, I necessarily don't want Medicaid to step in because guess what? You're not in control anymore, Medicaid is. So you're going to have to go to a facility that has an open bed, for example. You may not want to go there. It may be further away from your loved ones. So planning for this prior to this happening, and how do you do that? Well, you're going to do some long-term care insurance probably. You're going to look at maybe hybrid life insurance policies. You're maybe going to go to the attorney, get some trust done. And what's what's the key word behind all of this, Walter? Planning. You have to plan for these types of things because you don't want, nobody wants to be, you know, end up with no options. And I'm sure you're, our listeners are the same as, as you and I, Walter. We want options and we, we don't want to go, and have that safety net is nice. Don't get me wrong, but 
I'd rather have some different options so I'm in control and not the you know not the states in control. I don't know about you, but that's for me. Options ha- having options is a very powerful thing. So I'm I'm in total agreement with you there. That's I think something a lot of people can probably point to as something they want in their plan as well. Flexibility options very underrated when it comes to the financial world. So that's big. it is. It is. All right, let's do one more here, Kevin. The bad news is that your portfolio just lost 40%. Oops. But the good news is that it'll come back eventually. <laughs> well, I hear that. I hear that a lot, too. But l- l- let's give it a real-life example here, Walter. It's going to be a math question. Okay. But but an easy math question, okay? All right. You got $100,000. You're going into retirement. Whether it's 100 or a million, you can use the simple math that I'm about to use. Okay. And you're doing the 4% rule. The 4% rule says you can withdraw 4% of whatever your portfolio portfolio balance is, is so 4% of 100,000 is $4,000. And you should be able to do that for the rest of your life without running out of money. So if we started at 100, we just lost 40,000. How much do we have? We got 60 left. And I'm withdrawing how much? And you're withdrawing 4,000 a month? So, so 4,000 a year, right? Yeah, or a year I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we got 56,000. What happens if the market doesn't come back this year? Uh, well, one big consequence is if we're sticking by the 4% rule, we're no longer withdrawing 4,000 at that point, right? We Or we, we can't by the rule. We can only we, we draw can. 4% of what we got left, right? Right. Well, and then that, so if you lost 40%, you know, what, what do you have to make to get back to even? And here's the problem with that type of thinking is if when you're 20 years old, nothing wrong with it because it's going to come back. If you're 40 years old, it gets a little bit more concerning. If you're 60 years old and the portfolio loses 40%, you probably don't have the time to wait that out for that market to come back. Which are withdrawing and you still need to withdraw to meet your retirement needs are critical. That's why it's super important to sit down and put a solid income plan together that if this situation happens, you don't fall into that trap. We need investments that'll generate income no matter what the market does because when you stop working, your paycheck stops coming in. So what do you have to do? Your investments now are your employees. You have to put those investments to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and their job is to do one thing. That's produce income for you to get you all the way to and through retirement without having to worry about if the market drops 40%, how am I going to do it? So if you come into the office, we sit down, and if you're worried that's you, I can stress test your portfolio. I can put it in to your plan. We lost 40% overnight just like that. You're still withdrawing X amount of dollars. How long before you're going to get into trouble? If you don't know that answer, I suggest you find that answer out. And if you don't have an advisor you're working with, give me a call. I'd be happy to go through that with you. That's critical you figure this out before you go into retirement. Like I said, we're talking about a doctor. Get a financial checkup. If you haven't had one in a while, I suggest you sit down and talk to your advisor. If you don't have an advisor, talk to me. We'd be happy to go through that with you. But do not chance this. This is your retirement. This is your life. This is what I call the second half of your life. You worked hard to get to retirement. Let's make sure that we can play just as hard as we worked in retirement to do the things that you've been dreaming about all that time. So don't procrastinate because we know that never works out. Sit down and actually you know, do some planning. If you don't want to procrastinate today and you want to take some action and be proactive about your financial plan, all you have to do is pick up the phone and give Kevin a call. And really, that gives gets the ball rolling. That gets you headed in the right direction for a comprehensive financial plan. It usually just starts with a couple of simple questions about what you're looking for in your retirement years or how you want your financial future to play out. How can you accomplish the different goals that you have? You know, a lot of people begin the retirement planning process just simply by saying something like, I want to make sure that I can go visit my grandkids X amount of times per year. 
So just need to figure out how in the numbers we can make that happen. Or like in the case of my parents, it's all about being able to make the move to Maine. And it's it's all about how much house can we afford with our move and then take care of our basic expenses. That's how they began their journey. Just need to answer those couple of quick questions. And that's how you get the conversation started. And then you start to dictate the plan around those really essential goals that you have for yourself. And Kevin then helps make sure that all these other nuances like long-term care and uh, you know nursing home concerns, maybe legacy planning, passing money to the next generation, all these auxiliary things are important and get wrapped into the plan as well. But it usually begins with something simple like, hey, I just need to, I need to replace this, uh, this salary that I've got. I've got a social security and a pension. I've got this and a 401k, but I don't know how to make it all come together to get me through retirement. Well, that's exactly what Kevin dives into on a daily basis with his clients to figure out and get you in the right direction. So if you've got questions, don't hesitate to reach out. The number to call again is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin's your financial coach at Insight Folios right there in Pinconning. Come by, say hello, have a conversation. 888-885-PLAN is the number. More to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Stay tuned. It's getting to know you time. Time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on the show today. This is where we just take a quick sidestep from the financial stuff just to have a little fun. Kevin, question for you this week. What are you allergic to that you don't mind sharing on the show? Well, you know, before I answer that, Walter, something just came to mind. Okay. And I'm going to guess what you're allergic to before you tell us. Okay. I think I've probably told it before. Based on last week's conversation, you're allergic to soap on your legs. (laughs) I forgot about that. That's right. For for those who don't know, that would probably be very obscure if they didn't hear that conversation last week. We were having a funny debate over whether you actually wash your legs or just let the water run down. And uh, I was in the let the water run down and consider it clean camp. (laughs) I'm sorry about that. Very funny of you, my friend. Yes, very clever. But I'm a boring person. I'm allergic to mold and dust. Mold and dust. I've I've taken allergy shots in uh, in, in the past. I've had the no nasal surgery, you know, or to that really, really helped. But there's times where, you know, I just, that dust especially seems to creep up on me and just, you know, constantly uh, give me problems breathing at night. So I've got a good, good handle on it now, but I'm curious to see what you're allergic mm. to. Well, I would say in your case, like of all things to be allergic to, like it's not like your allergies are taking away from anything fun. Right, like, no. you, yeah, Just you're sleeping. not missing out on life by <laughs> being allergic to those things. No, so. no. I suppose you could throw mine in the category of missing out on something in life, but I don't even like it. So, but maybe the reason why is because I'm allergic to the only allergy I have that I know of is uh, pineapple. Really? Yeah, I'm allergic to pineapple. I think specifically raw pineapple, cooked pineapple, doesn't seem to bother me very much. But uh, raw pineapple, I, I swell up. My, my lips and tongue kind of go numb and swell up, and I get a really itchy, scratchy throat. And, yeah, it's not fun to eat it. So how old were you when you figured that out? Mm, let's see. I didn't like it growing up. I don't remember no? being allergic to it growing up. And it wasn't until probably, like, maybe high school or college I actually had some pineapple and was like, ooh, this is making me feel weird. Wow. wow. Yeah. So... To me, there's nothing better than a good ripe pineapple. I love that stuff. So, mm. yeah. 
Yeah, yep. that'll do it. I no, had a I had a beer once, and I started to my my lips started to swell, and my tongue went numb, and I was like, "What is in this?" And it turned out there was pineapple in the beer. It was like wow. at a local brewery, and they that was like their special little ingredient. <laughs> well, now you put now when you said that you put a little vodka in that pineapple juice. I, I enjoy that too once <laughs> that, in a while. That, yep, that's what, that's good stuff. That'll numb your tongue a little bit too, <laughs> yeah, depending yeah. on the strength, maybe. Yeah, yeah exactly. There you go. Uh, yeah, it was kind of it's just kind of a weird thing, but I actually tried. We had some friends over a couple weeks ago, and they uh, had made uh, the wife had made um, up, what is it pineapple upside down cake, upside down yep. pineapple cake, or however yep. you phrase that. And I was like, man, I really want to try it because she's an amazing baker and cook. And I was like, I don't want to miss out. This is going to be really tasty. And so I was like, well, let me try it. We'll see. If I, I mean, it's not like I'm dying when I ever eat pineapple, so I'll just give it a shot. And I didn't swell up or anything. And uh, and I and, and I think I was able to prove that I don't like it just because I probably have that reaction to it. So I was like, let me just try it and see if I can actually enjoy the taste of it. And it was pretty good. I still was kind of like holding my nose a little bit while eating it, but... Um, you know, all the cakey part was really good. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> She's like, that's how much you like dessert. You're willing to uh, eat something you're allergic to, to give it a shot. <laughs> you're going to sacrifice your body. I love it. <laughs> I will, I will make the sacrifice for, uh, for some good dessert. I think there was a movie scene like that. Aren't you allergic to that? And they're like, I don't care. <laughs> it, it tastes so good. <laughs> so there's a lot of people out there with a lot worse allergies, aren't there? I know uh, my uncle just randomly, became allergic to tomatoes in his 40s just out of nowhere well, developed a tomato allergy so yeah. and those peanut allergies are very very bad you know if people have those yeah and, those can be serious yeah. mm-hmm. i have a good friend he didn't know he was allergic to shellfish until one night we just had to run him into the doctor yeah because he was his throat was swelling shut wow and, you know we got him there and then he um gave him a shot of i think it was adrenaline or whatever they give them to you know to reverse it but yeah. he can't eat shellfish yeah he found out one day so Wow, how about that? Yeah, my uh, my mom's allergic to shellfish, but hers is more like the stomach variety. Oh, um, okay. Luckily, not like a throat closing up type of an aller- uh, allergy. But yeah, it's fascinating. We have a, fr- a friend who's allergic to garlic and onion, and I'm like, man, and it's really hard for them to go out to eat anywhere. And then even like when you're making food for them, you've got to be really careful because it's in yeah. every seasoning, like you know that you buy at the store, like combined seasonings and stuff. It's in all the stuff, so you got to be really careful. And that's uh, just wrong, right? That's you just have wrong. Garlic and garlic and onion. Yeah, I feel so bad. I feel so yeah, bad. Yeah, me for too. It. But uh, you know, we adapt and, and we learn. So I don't feel so bad about my my pineapple allergy. You can live without pineapple. I, yes. I can live without that pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, let's get on to our next topic, which is uh, I think we have time to answer a listener question or two. So we'll do that when. We we come back, you're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's time to open up the mailbag. Almost time to wrap up for the week, but before we do, we want to get a question from Robert here on Simply Financial. Uh, if you'd like to submit questions to be featured on a future show, you can do that online at insightfolios.com. Click the listen button. Robert says, I'm retiring in 2025. Should I just have my 401k money invested in the 2025 target date fund? Seems a little too simple, but that's what the fund is supposed to do for me, right? Well, theoretically, that's what it's supposed to do, Robert. But you you have to look behind the scenes, behind the curtain, so to speak, and see what's really going on in that fund. So when you hear the word 2025, it means you're going to retire in the year 2025. So theoretically, you're going to have less stocks and more bonds in that particular portfolio. But Robert, if you look at, let's say, uh, four or five different 2025 funds, maybe T. Rowe Price, maybe Wells Fargo, maybe Fidelity, you're going to see they're all different. The, the asset mixture, the number of percent to bonds, to cash, to stocks, they're going to be all different. There, there's not one 
2025 fund that's the same as the next one out. So for me, you have to look behind the scenes and see if it's suitable for you. Now, we all know interest rates have been rising. So if a good portion of it is in bonds, you're probably seeing a downfall, you know, a pullback in your stock price or in your bond price. You have to have a plan tailored just for you. You know, maybe there's something better out there for you. Maybe it's more suitable for you. Maybe it'll get you to your goal quicker. How do you know? Well, you start doing that planning process. You know, and our planning process is, is the simplicity. So just go down that road, start planning for it, see how it works behind the scenes, see if it fits in, into your plan. If not, make some adjustments. And then those adjustments will get you to and through retirement. And you'll be a lot more confident, a lot more happier as you're getting into retirement. Okay, very good. Great question, Robert. Thanks for sending that one in to us. And again, if you've got any questions like that, something else financially that's on your mind and you want to dig into it a little bit and start going down that road of planning for your retirement, getting a comprehensive plan in place. And if you're not quite ready for that step, you just want to have a conversation with Kevin, address some simple questions to begin with, you can do that as well. Uh, But the way to get in touch is the same either way. 888-885-PLAN is the number. If you get the voicemail when you call in, just leave a quick note and Kevin or the sensational Stacy in the office will follow up with you to set up that time to chat. 888-885-PLAN. You can meet in the office in Pinconning or remotely if you're more comfortable with that. 888-885-PLAN is the number to dial and you can start that conversation. Again, one more time, 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, happy Memorial Day weekend to you, my friend, and uh, thanks for joining us on the show. We'll talk next week. Have fun. All right, take care, everybody. We'll see you next time on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.